Hello and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, I've been sharing conscious conversations and meditation techniques. I've been doing this for a bit over a year now, and it's been such, such a wonderful joy. I've learned so much from this time and experience, and I just value it so much. As I've done this for a year, I felt a pull and a tug to move in a new direction. Now, I've been exploring the mental and astral plane with you all in these lovely meditations. And fear not, dear listener, I will continue to teach meditation and share its techniques, as it truly is the cornerstone of my practice. But lately, I'm moving more into sharing healing techniques, energy and energetic teachings, and techniques that we can utilize on an energetic level rather than cosmic, mental, and brainwave level, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I want to dive into the energy, how we can move, flow, and use this energy within us to affect our reality and the reality that we live in. I am a Capricorn sun, so... By putting out these meditations, by flowing in this way, I've almost felt a pressure to continue. But I'm diving into my Libra moon, trying to balance sharing what I care about and what's on my heart at the time, rather than what I feel pushed or rather think that I should do. I hope you enjoy this new exploration with me. I know it's going to be a new space that we're traveling together, but as you've stuck with me for a year, I am so grateful for that, and like I mentioned, more meditations will be coming, but for today, we are going to be exploring aura healing. It's going to be a lot of fun, and also, this opportunity of just speaking with you frees me up from actually playing an instrument. I feel so weird right now. My hands are just on my lap. <laughs> They're not playing a keyboard or striking a hand pan drum. It's it's a new world for me. What's it going to be like just talking to you? I think that my increased energy will hopefully even richen the conversation. I know my music is not quote unquote that good but it does take quite a bit of concentration to play an instrument while leading a meditation. <laughs> and as I mentioned, my Libra moon is telling me to give a little break and to connect to you all on a more energetic level. I'm excited for it. So aura healing, what's that about? How do you see an aura? What's an aura? Let's get into all of it. Auras. So as you all may know, we have a couple of different types of learners. We have visual, auditory, kinesthetic. As these types of learners understand information in their own gifted way, so do auras appear to us. So some people can see colors emitting and radiating and dancing around someone. Oftentimes, those people are correlated to be visual learners, very attentive to 
the plane, the energy that they can see as the eyes are the windows to the soul. And some people learn really well from hearing information. So how do you hear an aura? It's a combination of your own inner voice and an awareness or an attention to the voice that is emitting from the person that you are listening. You ever get that feeling of, hmm, that didn't sound right, or, hmm, what was that? That just hit me a different way. That's almost hearing the energy of the aura. And then sometimes you may get a wave of warmth or cool or electricity, kinesthetic learners. These sorts of people can feel the vibrations of the aura emitting from the person that they are observing. Oftentimes, people can get discouraged when they report that they can't see colors, and that's totally fine. Sometimes it's very easy to get lost in the illusion and the dazzling nature of our eyes. Sometimes we believe what we see more so than what is actually true. So it's almost a double-edged sword for those of us that are blessed with the sight because we can often get lost in that world quite hopelessly. <laughs> and I say this as someone that gets lost in that world <laughs> quite hopelessly. So that's not a tease at anyone but me. For those that can hear and feel auras, I just want to bring an awareness and appreciation for that gift. And notice within yourself if you can do so. Maybe you've been hearing or seeing auras this whole time. So we've kind of discussed the types of auras, but what do they mean? Well, auras tend to normally emit from a certain part of the body or have a certain color. So if we're following the zodiacal sort of understanding of the human body, think of all the zodiac signs and their correlated spaces onto the body. Now, everyone's energy interprets differently depending on the observer. As we've heard of in science, the observer effect affects, I think, the split atoms as they pop in and out of reality. So your observation surrounding the energy field of a person will change depending upon your belief at the time. This can also be a bit confusing, but it's true. Think of someone in the zodiac sense. I'm a Capricorn. So I quote unquote, I believe I should know this, but I think a Capricorn's colors are dark brown, earthy brown, dark green, and black, maybe purple as well. I'm not sure. Shame on me. Oh no, there goes my Capricorn again. <laughs> I believe at least brown and green are safe colors for the Capricorn. So if I'm emitting those colors, and if you're observing me from the lens of an astrologer, you'd be able to tell how I'm feeling, what sort of energetic mood I am based off of the colors that you see, or the words that you hear, or the feeling that you get. Capricorn's very warm, but also intense. So probably more of a radiating feeling would emit from me, I believe. 
Now, if you're looking at it from the chakra-based system, then you can observe the colors of the person and see where their energy is based off of that energy. Now, if you would see me radiating in purple, you might get a feeling of, hmm, maybe there's a lot of third eye activity. It really depends upon the lens in which you come with. So you really determine what you see. And what the person feels may be a completely different color than what you see, but the meanings may be the same. And this is why aura reading is kind of funny sometimes. Oftentimes the colors will match up, but sometimes they won't because of the interpretations of the observer and the observee. Lastly, healing auras. Why would I want to do that? And how do I do that? Well, think of auditory again. When you hear something that's not quite right, what's the balance or the opposite vibration of that sentence? What would balance it? What would make that sentence quite right? Can you share that? And as far as kinesthetic, when you get that feeling, maybe it's a heaviness, maybe it's a too airy a lightness. Can you be grounded? Can you emit a clearing vibration from your body? Wonderful. Now, on this sense, I believe that visual aura seers are kind of at a disadvantage. Again, pointing the finger at myself. When I see a color emitting from someone, it could mean a ton of different things. <laughs> that color could actually mean something really positive for that person. That color, for me, could mean something perhaps more heavy or grounded. So that's where communication is important and also just a very, very high awareness around your own understandings upon coming into the situation. Now, sometimes people just need a little light shined around them. Sometimes people need a little bit of privacy and emitting a sort of a fog-like aura can kind of make any illusions, any fears kind of fade away off into the distance, giving people a safe feeling. That may sound weird, but it works really well. Try it out. Next time you're around someone super, super shy or self-conscious, try being a gray, cozy blanket, emitting that and seeing what happens. I think you're going to be super surprised. <laughs> Lastly, how do we see these? So again, Maybe it's not in the cards for us to see ours. And if that's the case, celebrate. You have another beautiful ways of interacting with them. But if you really want to see them, what I recommend is staring at the periphery of the being or crystal or animal that you're looking at. Yes, crystals have auras. So do plants. So do people. So do animals. Everything really has an aura. So... Crystal gazing, really, really important. That's the first aura I ever saw, actually. It was in a quartz crystal. It was rainbow, super cool. But that's what I recommend. Slowly moving the item back and forth, you'll see tracers. Or go in dim lighting. When we go in dim lighting, our pupils dilate. And when our pupils dilate, we're able to perceive more as they help open our third eye. So... As that third eye opens, as the light dimmers, 
check him to see what you can feel. Again, you can either move or you can move the object, swaying it almost in a hypnotic sort of motion to discern the aura and energy vibrating from it. All right, I've really enjoyed this episode with you all. This has been Auric Healing. If you're interested in these techniques even further or want more explanation, feel free to contact me. I would be so grateful if you'd hop on over to iTunes and leave a review. Really would be. I've been mentioning that on every episode, so I might sound like every other podcaster. But I do want to share these free techniques with the world, and you can really help that happen. I appreciate your time so much, and I really do love you. The spirit animating my body honors admires, is inspired by, is so grateful for, and unconditionally loves the spirit animating your body. Aho matakuyasan. Om Namah Shivaya. Namaste.